Welcome back to the Conscious Capitalist Journey podcast. This is Chris, and today I want to share with you how I lost a lot of money in crypto. So I'm just going to say it straight out. I lost $5,000 and a little bit more. I can't remember exactly how much I lost five grand in a crypto scam. And this is going to be a warning for all of those people who are new to crypto and are looking to place their money, but um, they just don't know where to do this. Trust me, there's a lot of scams out there because it's so unregulated. However, I still, even to this day, believe in the vision and whole mission of what crypto is trying to do. However, because it's unregulated now, there are a lot of scams, so be careful. This is my story. Yeah, so I lost. It's a little painful to talk about. No one likes talking about losing money or having a loss of like $5,000. But I think this is important to talk about. And let me let me go back a little bit. So I believe that crypto is able to solve a lot of problems in our world because for one, they, they're saying that it's decentralized and two, it's it's another place to store value. And when you look at stuff like the dot-com bubble or stuff like Amazon with stocks and stuff like that. Usually the first adopters are the ones who usually win in the end. Um, They're the ones that take a lot of risk. Uh, However, they see astronomical gains. And people who invested in crypto in the very beginning, they're the new wealth. They are millionaires, billionaires, um, and so forth. So I pretty much got into the game, let's say two years ago, I believe it was uh, around pandemic time. I, well, I had a lot of time. I had a lot of time to understand and learn the basics about crypto. I am not in no way, shape or form a pro or a seasoned investor. I have just learned about it a lot on the internet and uh, my success is through hype <laughs> and also kind of, I, I feel like I have a good way to pick um, investments, especially when they um, they don't make complete sense to me at the time. However, I have these things that I, I, I look at when putting my money into something. And crypto is like the wild, wild west. That's why it's so important to talk about this because like there's going to be scams out there every day about crypto and I want to protect you. I want to save you the pain from losing even a thousand dollars, five hundred dollars, hundred dollars is a a loss is is painful. But I know people who have lost upward to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, due to these platforms that are based around cryptocurrency that are promising monthly returns over 20%. So this is highly unrealistic um, because, I don't know, just do your your due diligence, but let's, let's establish something. I believe in 
cryptocurrency. However, there are two, there are very, it's like unregulated. There's a lot of scams. So three, do your due diligence and four, learn from my story. So basically I was approached from a friend's friend. I don't even know. I didn't even know this guy at the time, but he was um, talking about cryptocurrency. It was like some random, it was a random Zoom session during the pandemic. And basically, um, he and my friend, um, he was like, hey, uh, do you guys know that you can make a good return on cryptocurrency? And I was like, F yeah, I'm all about it. At that time, I made a really good gain off uh, Ethereum. I bought Ethereum when it was around, I think about $200, and then it came to like $2,000. So I saw a 10x on my investment with Ethereum um, and also a 10x on my investment with uh, Doge and Shiba Inu, as you heard in my other, my other uh, episodes. So basically, I was like, okay, I believe in crypto. It's given me a great, really great return. Not life-changing, but I know that there's some uh, there's, there's ways to get money through crypto. And this was before my wife came to Hawaii. So she was living in Japan and she's from Japan. She was born and raised there. And basically she was coming to Hawaii. So I was like, Oh shoot. I have $5,000 in savings. Um, I need to put this money to work. And if I find the right investment, I can get, uh, passive income so that I could support her while we're down here. I could pay for food, rent, whatever. And I was just going into it the wrong way. Like I was like, oh, I need to find something really fast so that I can invest in so that I could gain some money. And <laughs> anyone who makes decisions off emotion and like needing fast results i'd say pump the brakes stop what you're doing think about it don't make decisions out of like urgency or scarcity right this was my main downfall is that um i didn't do my due diligence enough to do this and for those who don't pe people who don't know what due diligence is it's pretty much your own research on Whatever thing you're looking at, um, we use this word because we need to do a lot of research on, re on, for example, real estate investing. Like, for example, due diligence can be um, underwriting, finding problems that aren't talked about, um, finding the underlying shit of it all so that we can get a really clear picture of what we're looking at. Uh, for example, someone doesn't, mention the plumbing issues or the termite damage that's all a part of your due diligence you have to do your research in order to make sure you're getting into a good investment so due diligence i didn't do my due diligence um, it was a platform called qubit life many people lost thousands of dollars even hundreds of thousands of dollars because what this 
platform promised was a 20% return on investment every month. So once you know that, right, once you think, oh my God, it's a 20% and above depending on um, their their algorithm or traders or something like that. So basically the platform promised that uh, the reason why we're getting these returns is because there are bots that are trading and the more money in this pool, the more they can trade and do like big trades and stuff like that. And it's based on algorithms and they threw in all this jargon about like technical savviness and like the algorithm and the bots trade for you and basically your money's safe. Like there's no, there's no downside. And like, even on a bad day, you get 5%, blah, blah, blah. Like they like really hyped up this platform called Qubit Life. And I should have done a lot more research because even like, at that time, there was like a lot of bad news about something called something similar called Qubit. So I didn't like, I didn't do enough research. But anyways, um, yes, I sold my Ethereum to put into Qubit Life. And I was like, yeah, okay, um, because you're my friend's friend, I trust you. And this is also a big no-no. Even if they're your friend's friend, don't trust them. You have to do your own diligence, due diligence. Um, you have to do your own research. And even if they seem like a really like trustworthy person, the thing is, is that they were scammed as well. They were scammed too. And they got their friends and family um, into something like this. And, you know, I don't know, like I've never lost anyone money before, but I'm pretty sure that person has ruined a lot of relationships because they brought the, their friends and family into it. And even if like, there's a, like a huge disclaimer saying, Hey, only invest in like invest only invest in things that sorry let me rephrase that only invest what you're willing to lose you know people don't do this because like they're usually optimistic and like okay now like why would they invest in the first place because they know and they believe that they'll get a return on their investment like even if there's losses I wasn't prepared to lose 100%, but this is what happens in cryptocurrency. If you, especially with a scam like this, right? Eventually, it was a Ponzi scheme. Uh, and pretty much the platform made money with the people, the new people that came in. Now, I'm not going to go really deep into what Ponzi schemes are, but pretty much um, in order to generate money, you needed to recruit people. And um, basically the more people you recruited, 
the more kickback you got, you got like a little percentage of it. And I'm so glad that I personally did not bring anyone into this platform because I was like, okay, hmm, I'm going to try invest my own money and I'll see what happens, right? If I gain money, it is worthy of me bringing my friends and family to this kind of, uh, this kind of platform. So yeah, basically I, I wanted to test it out. Right. And yep. Um, two months go by. I'm like, cool. I'm earning a small return on my money. And then the third month hit poof, like my 5k is gone. So basically, um, I researched about the guy. So even before, um, this happened, I researched about the creator of Qubit Life. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a fake article, but basically uh, it was like articles about like this philanthropist, billionaire doing Qubit Life, wants to um, repay people or like do some good in the world by making a system which allows people to get good returns on their money all that BS, right? I saw that and I was like, okay, maybe this, this guy's okay. I saw his Twitter. I saw his, um, like articles written about him, but like, man, anything on the internet, take it with a grain of salt. You can fake articles. You can fake information and man, like, but the biggest one was that I put my trust in a friend's friend who I thought I could trust because he was my friend's friend. But in the end, it all falls back onto me. I was the one who trusted him. I was the one who literally took my money, liquidated my Ethereum and so forth and put it into this investment. So no one there's no one to blame but myself however it doesn't make it right to um bring people into something like this and um i i don't know i'm pretty sure he didn't know that this was a scam uh it's still painful today um even if i don't if i like i'm okay so I am, my reality is this, like I realize that I have been scammed. Um, I've lost a significant amount of money. Um, I can always get it back. And like, I didn't know him. So boohoo, that's my fault. But I still have some like hard feelings between me and him, right? Like I've never talked to him from that day on because like what had happened was is that the, the platform started to say, Hey, um, your money is now only like we're, we're moving platforms we're moving like your, your, so it was all in um, USD 
T or tether, I believe. And basically they're like, okay, now we're moving your value into this thing. I don't even know what this cryptocurrency was called, but in that instance, I was like, oh shit. Like they're doing, they're doing, uh, they're running away because like anyone can make a cryptocurrency anyone so usdt is actually it was actually um it's called tether it was actually good um to store money at the time and basically it was a stable coin but what had happened was that they're like okay so we're moving platforms now we're going into uh, this other cryptocurrency if you want to save your money um transfer it into this and i was like Dude, even if I transferred my money from that and withdrew into this, we call them shit coins in cryptocurrency. And they absolutely don't like, they don't have any value. Like it's usually shit. That's why we call it shit coins. There's a lot of these out there. Um, people who like anyone who could just uh, throw on slap on a logo um make a website and like i don't know throw it on like pancake swap or something like anyone can make this uh, even a 10 year old can make something like this and at that time i was like oh shit like we are um we are now like i i don't want to say the term is rug pulled but like pretty much um they were running away. They, the, the people were running away and my money would be equal to shit. Like that has no value. And I lose, lost all my money. So I was pretty emotional those days. I was like, oh, okay. So now I lost five grand. Um, how am I supposed to, um, I have, that's like, there's, I have no gains. Like I can't like invest in anything. And at that time, I was growing my business, uh, Visionary Views. And like I had no money because I invested in, in cameras, I invested in like business systems, websites. Um, I put a lot of skin in the game um, for my business. So I was like, oh, shit. Okay, so now when that happened, I was like, man, F this, F crypto. And... <laughs> Actually, I still I still kept my money in Shiba Inu because it was like still um, rising at the time. But yeah, that was painful losing five thousand dollars. So the lessons that I learned was this: do your due diligence. Um, don't trust anyone so blindly, like how I did. Even if they're your friend's friend or your your mom's friend, whatever. Um, make sure they have a really good track record of getting money and um, make sure they're a savvy investor, not someone just like who got in the, the, uh, the game really recently. Make sure they, yeah, I would say this, Hey, show me your track record. What, what have you wanted? Like, is there any way you can show me your gains? Um, and like, I can personally pull out my phone and say, Hey, I made a 10 X on this and I made 
this much on this because it's all it's all like history on my phone. Um, I I have no problem of showing you what I lost and what I gained, but you should do that if you want to follow anyone's advice. Um, follow their track record, see what they have done, and um, especially in crypto, right? Do a ton of research. See, um, like, if you're looking into investing in like coins that are not listed on, for example, the the big exchanges like uh, Crypto.com, um, do a ton of due diligence. And yeah, just just make sure that they don't promise a really high return, right? There's no promises in crypto. It's all speculation. Um, like who knew that like people who invested in a dog coin called a doge, even the, the name sounds dumb, like they became millionaires, billionaires because people just invested in it. Um, I would rather you invest in um, listed crypto in crypto.com or there's a ton of other exchanges, like Kraken and stuff like that. Um, but if you're looking into altcoins, or it's spelled as A-L-T or alternative coins, you know, like be careful. There's a lot of stuff that, there's a lot of scams out there. Not every coin is a scam. There's always like um, projects and coins that like actually have utility. Um, let me back up. What the utility means is that you can utilize it as a tool or some way to, um, to have like a good exchange of value. I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but like if the coin has actual utility, um, a quick example would be, uh, for example, if I created a coin and um, I like created this NFT that having this NFT and we all know what NFTs are there though. It's like baseball cards. If I have this NFT, it will grant me access into a club or a lounge or something that shows utility because you can use it as a tool that's not physical, but it's a tool and you have proof of ownership um, that you, yeah, basically that shows utility. Um, Bitcoin, Ethereum, they show signs of utility, but basically um, it's all really new. I believe in the long-term goals of cryptocurrency. However, just do your research. Um, I would avoid like platforms where you keep a large amount of money. Um, I would have a little more i have a little more trust in for example exchanges and brokerages like crypto.com um especially because they amassed a lot of money they they own a freaking stadium so it shows that they're doing something right they have uh, physical assets 
And yeah, just just be careful out there. Um, one thing to also be careful of is stuff like um, like platforms that promise you uh, like returns, like large returns. That's obviously a scam. So I invested in something called um, Time Wonderland. It was a DAO, a DAO. Um, I have no idea what this, uh, what the acronym stand for, but basically it said, if you invested in this, it will give you like 20,000% over a year. And that 20,000%, you can turn like any amount of money to a large amount of money in a short amount of time. And my God, like how dumb and like naive was I to invest. I invested like, let's say about $600 at max in something like this. Um, right now it's a shit coin. It lost a lot of value. You can read about it. It's called Time Wonderland. And the name sounds so sketchy, and <laughs> but um, yeah, it's so easy to think about the numbers, the glamorous numbers that people can achieve on one like like a platform like this. And I think it ended up being a Ponzi scheme. So that's two Ponzi schemes that I participated, and I have a f big fat L. So in total, I lost about 5,600 around there. And that's no, like, that's not chump change, but it's not a lot of, it's not like life-changing money. I did recover from that. And man, all this lost porn, <laughs> right? Like we call it lost porn when we lose all this money because, I don't know, some people like looking at people losing shit. <laughs> So all this losses, I was like, hmm, okay, I want to find an investment that is uh, worth my time and energy and money researching. Um, and this pointed me toward real estate. So I was starting to think, great. So cryptocurrency, that's a long-term play only invest in like the top ones like um, Bitcoin, Ethereum. There's also a Cardano. You can look into that. But it's a long-term thing. But I would say continue to research. If there's something that you like, make sure you do due diligence and a lot of research on it. Um, but if you want stability like, and you want like less volatility, I would say go into real estate. Like this is, this is probably the most stable asset and the most proven and true asset for millennia is real estate. Like real estate, you can't, it's something that you can physically touch and feel. Um, there's also like stuff like um, art, you can invest in art. And also, um, you can invest in wine. Uh, I think a company is Vino Invest or something, something like that. 
you can invest in like the value of wine. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of like tangible investments out there. But I personally am going to put my money in real estate. Like this is where I I, I experienced massive gains, like with only my effort. Like I didn't even need a lot of money to start. And you don't even need money if you can be resourceful and stuff. The only thing you need money for is uh, in the marketing, right? So as I shared with you, um, I did... I do wholesaling and I continue to do wholesaling. I just need to call homeowners or write letters to them. Um, the materials and stamps and um, like ink, right? To to write letters to send to these uh, homeowners. It costs some money. But man, if you see and heard about my success in real estate, um $81,000 with my partners and that was massive money. Like I've hear, heard a lot of, I've heard a lot of people starting off as homeless and then creating their wealth through real estate. There's so many stories like that. And I, I in, encourage you to start um, going into these communities. For example, there's Pace Morby, there's uh Sub subject to our creative financing, there's bigger pockets. There's a there's so many um, communities based on real estate, and there's so many ways to make money. Not just uh, not just through rentals. There's uh, there's fix and flipping, wholesaling. There's rental arbitrage where you make a um, a passive income from managing these it's actually it's not passive income it is uh it's basically renting out a place and managing it as an airbnb so there's there's the amount of there's the money that you pay for rent and then there is uh you can put it on airbnb and get like what they call an arbitrage amount um it's called rental arbitrage because let's say you're you're paying a thousand dollars for rent, but you can put it on Airbnb, and if you manage it, you can get four thousand dollars, which there's an arbitrage of three thousand dollars, minus the the fees and cleaning and stuff like that, and what uh the fees that Airbnb. But yeah, that basically that's rental arbitrage, and I I saw that. Real estate is just more stable, less of the volatility. It was just the way to go for me. Like it's, I was trying to avoid uh, real estate for a, a while because I thought um, I wanted to create a startup that was non-real estate related. Uh, I, this was one of my dreams, but man, I can't, I couldn't deny it. Basically many millionaires billionaires are made from real estate and like this is the direction that i'm going because it's number one stable number two it's very tangible like you can like even if the market goes down you can still hold it touch it feel it and you just hold on to that for a long time and you'll see the gains so um I'm putting my efforts 
in real estate wholesaling and multifamily. So multifamily is owning apartment buildings. And basically it is, uh, you don't need to have the, the, uh, you don't need to have the cash in order to invest in these, um, like, sorry, you don't need to have the amount that you will need to buy a single family home to invest and participate in multifamily. Basically, my strategy is multifamily syndication. And what this is, is group investing, where investors like you and me, normal people, we can participate by, hey, here's $100,000. And another person comes in with $300,000. And we come together to buy this asset. And pretty much, it's called multifamily syndication. And the projected returns are really great because these kinds of assets, their value is based on the net operating income or pretty much more simply the cash flow. There's people paying rent every month. They're, let's say a hundred units, a hundred people, hundred families paying rent every month, right? Let's say someone doesn't pay rent. Cool. The other 99 people are paying rent. So that's why it's more stable because people are going to need housing. People are going to be paying rent. Um, if, if you, if they don't pay rent, there's certain things that you can do to evict them or there's ways to protect yourself as the landlord. And also it's just economies of scale. Like um, you have a more chance of receiving money and getting paid. So this is my path moving forward. I do not currently own a multifamily apartment building yet. However, I'm trying to find people who are like-minded, who want to grow their income stable in a stable fashion, but also experience really good returns. So in single family, if you give your money to an investor, they can usually, it, it depends on the asset, but usually they can give your like a good return from eight to 12% of interest APY. So in the, in a year you can receive eight to 12% of a return back. They will handle all the risks. They'll do the fix and flips, or if it's B, uh, the, the burr strategy with rentals, it just depends on the, the asset. Okay. But you can expect eight to 12% of a return, especially if it's fix and flips. I work with a lot of developers and investors who do fix and flips and they return a really nice amount to their investors. So that's single family. Okay. Going to multifamily. So multifamily is of course, more people are paying rent. There's, it's a large asset. It's more stable and the potential of returns are huge. So usually you can make, I can't be really specific, but potentially you can make 
um, anywhere between 16 to 22% per year. And it's not like crypto, right? It's not like, like it's actually a, an asset that you have to put in work. So it's not like, but we, we will be the managers of the asset. We take all the risk. And if anything goes to shit, like we will have to find ways to pay back our investors. But yeah, basically 16 to 22%. And this is sometimes conservative. Uh, you can make cash on the front end by cash flow. There's cash flow payments quarterly. Depends on the people who you work with. And there's also equity or value of the house or value of the asset, the apartment building after you sell it. So cash flow and equity. And this can equal to 16, potentially to 16 to 22%. So that is my play moving forward. I see this as a long-term plan. Um, it's going to take time to kind of navigate my way to owning an apartment building, but we're learning. Um, I invested in my education, so I have mentors that are teaching me on a daily basis on how to manage these assets that are big. And yeah, basically, I'm loving it so far. Um, I hope to, you know, I, I came into multifamily syndications to first uh, take care of myself and my family. I saw the earning potential to be massive, even if you own like a small percent of this asset. However, like it is, it became as a vehicle that other people can benefit as well. Um, even if you're a passive investor, you can make a great return. You can get cash flow and you can get equity once we sell the property in three to five years, depending on the market, right? We want to, we want to sell at a, a point of the market where we can get the most return for investors. And that's the game, right? Like it became, okay, this, this can make wealth for me, but now it can like really, really help people create generational wealth. And there's so many things that I want to share with you, but I'm going to cut it right here. So more on multifamily syndications in the future. Um, buying an apartment can definitely change your life. And I hope to do that for you in the future. But one step at a time, let's learn about the cash flow and equity and tax benefits that come with multifamily investing at a later time. But just before I end, I want to tell you this, anything you invest in, always do your due diligence, always do your research, see a track record, especially with the people who are on the, the managing teams or the, if it's a, a crypto project and if it's like a, a, a kind of business structure, see the, the uh, managing partners, see what kind of strengths they are. And look at investing like you're looking at a business. 
So only invest in things that you truly believe in and do a shit ton of research. That's pretty much it. So, all right, for, I'll save it for next time. Do your due diligence. Do your, do, do your research. And don't lose money. Like, we want to be wealthy and intelligent here, okay? All right, peace out. I hope you learned a lot. Bye.